Songs on Site is recorded on location and features the site's unique soundscape as an audio backdrop. This episode includes aircraft, watercraft, waterfowl, and winter coats. It was cold. We recommend listening to Songs on Site with headphones for an immersive audio experience. From Cocotasso Media and You Don't Know Jersey. This is Songs on Site. Where we explore the music and environmental soundscapes of the Garden State. I'm your host, Michael Aquino. Hey there, it's Michael Aquino. We're back this week with the second half of the interview with Dina Shashkis and John Freed of The Cucumbers. If you haven't heard the first part, go back and take a listen to that episode before continuing with this one. Go! We'll wait. We're going to join the conversation the moment before we left off last week when Dina and John were about to read quotes from an 80s music documentary called The Hoboken Sound. So talking about this documentary, Ooh. you're both going to have... <laughs> this is like the Oscars and the right. envelope, please. <laughs> so you can open the envelope, and there's a bit of dialogue in there between the two of you at one point in the documentary and I want you to read these lines to each other every band wants to be considered so original that you can't classify it that's what every band wants you know and in Hoboken there's lots of different bands but there are some things that seem to characterize it that's the absence of synthesizers for one right but also the spirit of it somebody once said that Hoboken bands seem to smile on stage which is something you don't see in New York now, these are your words from this documentary. <laughs> How do you feel about synthesizers now, Dina, as opposed to back in 1985? Well, I use the plugins on my computer <laughs> all the time now. Back then, we were reacting to the overblown, fully produced, super commercial music of the 70s that we couldn't stand. We just wanted to be bare bones and play guitar. There are great keyboard bands out there. But Hoboken was a lot about guitars. Mm -hmm. I remember Todd Abramson talking to him about the scene at Maxwell's. He's the guy who booked it and was a co-owner for years. And he said, Maxwell's music was basically guys and gals wailing on guitars. Mm. Was the sound that people were trying to pigeonhole Maxwell's and everyone that played there, do you think that that sound was actually a sound? Or do you think it was a feeling or a community that was happening in that space? I think there was some degree to which, you know, jangly pop was a sound that a lot of the bands had. New York was more urban. Hoboken was somewhere between an urban 
seen and more suburban. A lot of the people in Hoboken came from suburban New Jersey and kind of wanted to be part of the more urban, tough scene, but didn't really want to go to New York. So Hoboken was the middle ground. And I think the music to me reflected sort of more a combination of the urban music that was popular at the time in the rock world and also the more suburban things. Hoboken just being a mile square, if you met someone at a party or at Maxwell's, you would run into them on the street or in the supermarket. And so it was really social and we got to know a lot of people very quickly. And it was an exciting time musically. The whole college music scene and bands like R.E.M. were coming through. They were unknown the first time and then all of a sudden there were huge stars and the replacements. The Maxwell scene connected to a national scene and then the local bands started touring and hitting the places. Like we used to go down to Athens, Georgia and Atlanta and places where the other bands were coming from, Minneapolis. And so it was this homegrown scene that connected to something larger and that made it feel remarkable. It was remarkable. We'd say we're from Hoboken, people would cheer. They would like it. In the documentary, there's like a scene where Joe Piscopo is like, what? Hoboken? (laughs) Who goes to Hoboken? But it seems like it was much more exciting than what Joe Piscopo thought. What is your music community now? Where is it? And how would you describe it? A lot of it grew out of that scene. Like some of our dear friends that we play in a band with now that went on hiatus during the pandemic are the Campfire Flies. Two people in the Campfire Flies, John and Tony Baumgartner, were in a band called the Tripes that played at Maxwell's. They're Speed the Plow now. Our former cucumber friends, our rhythm section, John Williams and Jurgen Renner, live in Maplewood. John's in South Orange now, but they're our neighbors, and there's a lovely music scene in Maplewood and South Orange, and now it's like over 10, 15 years ago, maybe we started the Song Swap, which you were part of, and I met so many great singer-songwriters and ended up collaborating. We're still connected to Asbury Park and the Jersey Shore scene, so... There's a very alive music community. Dina, about 15 years ago, she was saying, started the Song Swamp. And she also met a guy named Chris Dixon who was starting up something called the Rent Party, which is a series of concerts in Maplewood. He was booking mostly cover bands. And Dina said, you know, there's a lot of original bands, a lot of musicians that are out here and would love to play these things. And he said, tell me who. And Dina, between the Song Swap and that, Dina was really instrumental in getting people who hadn't played in a long time to play because there was a place to play and there was an audience and we were all meeting because mm-hmm. of the song swap. People were looking for a place to play. The scene kind of developed around our towns and Dino's a big part of it. Just like Steve Fallon opening up Maxwell's. A huge difference that made. There was a club, there was a destination, there's something to coalesce around. And Dina did that in our town with the song swap and with being instrumental to the rent party over the last 15 years. and. Music is just wonderful in that it creates this sense of community. Big or large, you know, commercial or not, it's communities of musicians and people who like music, and it's been a wonderful thing. You could be part of the Hoboken thing, and then to be part of this one later. It's all about New Jersey. That's about to say, it feels like it's concentrated in one location and kind of spread out. Yeah. I started 
writing songs for my solo album. Like the cucumbers quieted down, John was writing, and I was going off in different directions musically. There was no audience for me whatsoever. I just started getting together with other songwriters because it was songwriters mm -hmm. who are our best audience for each other. That's what it grew out of. And then my friend Rebecca Turner, who started yeah. the song swap with me, I just wanted a group of songwriters to hang out with. And she wanted it to be like out in public and together we did that. Well, I have to say, being a part of the song swap, seeing the Rant Party shows you guys did, two totally different vibes, but two very supportive experiences, yes. which is, I think, what we're getting at with a lot of what you've been involved with. You really seem to, to thrive in these communities of, of musicians and other artists coming together and supporting one another, which is a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also grateful to Dina for just keeping music alive for me, as she's saying, my creative energies have been spent in fiction writing the last, like, 20 years. And I do a little music, but most of the music I do is backing her up which we'll do later on this podcast. Yeah. And it's been so wonderful for me to be able to do that, you know, because it takes energy. Somebody's got to book gigs and write songs and keep it alive, and Dina's been doing all that. I've been really lucky. It's really beautiful to see that you have this relationship personally as well as musically, and that it's continued to thrive throughout the years. All right, so what is the Jersey sound to both of you? Jersey sound is so rich. There's so much great music of every of every genre and beyond genre. Is there a specific tone to New Jersey music? The thing about New Jersey that I love so much is that there are just so many people in such a small place. You know, it's the most densely populated state in the Union. There are communities of every kind. Everybody is here. You know, where we are in Essex County, there's a huge jazz community. A lot of the jazz people who come to New York and make it big, they move out to the birds like a lot of musicians. It's easier for the families. Huge jazz scene. A lot of jazz greats. And the urban areas in Newark, you know, a lot of hip-hop greats came out of there. And then you've got everything in between and all around. We saw Tony Trishka not long ago. He's a New Jersey banjo player. He's one of the banjo gods. Mm. And he's a Jersey guy. So there's some of everything in New Jersey. Tell us what we'll expect to see or hear on your new release, Old Shoes. When we played before the pandemic with the Campfire Flies, that was a band with four very powerful songwriters. So I only got to contribute a song or two every time we did a performance or in our recordings because we're sharing it. And meanwhile, I've been collecting songs over the years that I really wanted to record and put out in the world and I wasn't sure what kind of band or what kind of production I would do. Then during the pandemic, we could not rehearse six people in a room. So John and I did a lot of Facebook Live performances as a duo and we returned to playing together. He indulged me and played my material. All my songs. <laughs> she indulges me and lets me play banjo and sing backup. <laughs> yeah, so and then we started playing outdoors and live performance and we had this whole set and our son Jamie was at home studying for an exam and he heard us practicing he's a drummer and he just played along with us and then the light bulb went off in my head it's like oh this is how I should put out these songs I wanted to document what John and I've been doing but it wasn't enough just as a duo and so I'll get Jamie to play with us and we got our 
bass player friend and he's a really great bass player he's toured with the dbs and all kinds of incredible groups and he lives in the next town rick wagner is his name and when should we expect to hear said new release in the summer maybe in the fall if things go slow So the Cucumbers' upcoming album, Old Shoes, will be available this summer or fall. But, 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 you'll get to hear a performance of the title song. Here's Old Shoes, performed by the Cucumbers on the Hoboken waterfront. Old Shoes is a song about me and John, and it's sort of like a bookend to my boyfriend, which was the first song that we wrote, and that was about the two of us, too. One, two, three. Some people let go of things. I would never do any such thing. I hold on and so do you. A little bit warm. Maybe true, we may not be beautiful. But we're inseparable. Just like a pair of old shoes. Take me for granted in a certain way. It's sort of romantic. Cause one of my greatest luxuries is counting on your company. So dependable and true. Just like a pair of old shoes. Just like a pair of old shoes. 
Thank you, Dina, John, the cucumbers, for joining us on the Hoboken Waterfront. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, so thanks for having us. And where are we going to go eat? La Isla, right? Yeah, let's go eat. Thanks for listening to Songs On Sight. I'm your host, Michael Aquino. Songs On Sight producers are Michael Aquino and Dania Ramos for Cocotazo Media and Ed Maziak and Alice Maziak for You Don't Know Jersey. If you've enjoyed this episode, please follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you'd like to hear bonus content recorded with the cucumbers at La Isla Restaurant, you can unlock it by supporting us at patreon.com slash Coco Tasso M. Audio editing, design, mixing, and theme song by Michael Aquino. Story editing, script writing, and additional audio editing by Dania Ramos. The featured musicians were Dina Shashkis and John Freed of The Cucumbers. Music and lyrics for Old Shoes by Dina Shashkis. You heard Dina on guitar and lead vocals, with John on banjo and backing vocals. Find out more about The Cucumbers, including how to buy their past and upcoming releases at thecucumbers.net. You can find a link to their website and our website in the show notes. This episode was recorded in Pierre Park on the Hoboken waterfront and produced in Essex County, New Jersey. Both locations are situated on the traditional territory of the Lenni Lenape people. Thanks for listening. Maxwell's, Piers. Piers. Cheap rent. <laughs> Cheap, Cheap rent. rent. How little we paid for our first apartment? 175 bucks a month. Ooh.